Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dermatilla Diaries. First of all, I'm really sorry for the audio quality. My microphone has done me dirty, which is amazing. Um, but hopefully you will find this episode of good use. I'm really excited for it. Um, in this episode, I wanted to discuss the ways I prepare my skin and mental state for an event. Any large event, whether it's a birthday party, summer barbecue, wedding or prom, may require you to dress up in attire that is less casual and more formal. With this being said, some outfits may showcase areas of the skin you usually pick and could feel fearful of showing. I know this feeling well, but over time I've created a ritual leading up to the event during as well as after the event to help me feel a bit more confident and comfortable within my skin. And please know everyone is different, different skin types, areas of focus, triggers and processes to positively manage them. This is my process. And I've used my recent occasion as a wedding guest as an example here. So hopefully it may be of use to you. If also, if you've listened to this and you've got some um, some examples or, or some new ideas to share that have really helped you, please get in touch with me over on Instagram at Kim on Skin. One word. Um, I'd love to hear what has helped you. Any useful tips or tricks that you may have um, that you know could help me or help anyone else that's listening to this. Thank you so much. So first of all, what I want to do is prepare the skin for the event. Now, I've written down some ways um, for the body because I think when it comes to um, events like this, usually, you know, if you're going to go, I don't know, get some milk from the shop around the corner, it's not that terrifying um, if you're just worrying about like your skin skin on your face like you could put on a quick sweater and run over there and, and maybe you're just worrying about the, fa the facial skin but an event like this you may have more concerns it may be like your arms your legs your chest or your back or whatever it is and so um so it's a different kind of routine it's definitely a different ritual for me and I pay a lot more attention to prepping the the body skin um you know, so that it hopefully looks its best in my eyes uh, and that I feel more confident because obviously if I feel more comfortable in how I'm looking, then I'm going to feel more confident when I'm talking to people, more present in conversations, a lot more outgoing and um, probably, you know, just, just more fun to be around. And, um, and I very much know the alternative when you don't feel great and you're stuck there, um, really insecure and self-conscious. Um, and yeah, it's, it's not great. So preparing the skin for an event, I'm going to start with the body. And the first thing I want to do is actually start with my feet, because I find that if I bypass my feet, um, I always regret leaving them till the end. I feel like, oh, maybe I should have done them. Um, a lot sooner in the process has been times where I forgot all about doing my feet and then I get there and I'm like really self-conscious about my feet if they look really dry or the nails need to be done or, or whatever um, and I just don't want to have that added stress so I do them first um, and one handy tip to help remove any dead skin or hard skin on the feet is to actually get a bowl um get a bowl ready, big enough that you can put both feet in, ideally. Um, and you want to mix a solution with mouthwash, like use like Listerine. 
um, some vinegar and some water. Doesn't sound particularly nice, but um, what you want to do is create this mixture, put your feet in. I usually use a bit of warm water um, so that it's a bit nicer. Uh, put your feet in, leave it for like 10, 15 minutes. Just watch some TV or read or whatever. Um, and then take them out. Then you can kind of lightly scrub them with a cloth or like a towel or something like that. Um, and yeah, they feel a hell of a lot more smooth. Obviously, if you want to use anything to like get rid of hardened skin beforehand, then that's up to you. Um, or if you want to do that afterwards, like please make sure that the feet are completely dry and they're not still moist. You don't want to, you know, hurt the skin. It's quite delicate when it's still wet like that. But you should find by doing so that the skin on the feet is a lot more smooth. Um, and one tip as well that my other half's mum recommended was to use hair conditioner on your feet. And she's like her career. She's always dressed up. She's always wearing dresses and, and stilettos. And she always wants to make sure that her feet look very presentable. And so for many years, she's actually been using hair conditioner or like hair masks as a moisturizer on the feet and I tried that and actually like they look a lot more smooth and shiny and healthy so give that a bash and it smells nice too you know nice smelling feet anyway so do that you know I've done the nails so they're nice and good to go great next thing I want to do is focus on my body so areas that are quite dry and I feel a bit self-conscious when like, people touch them and or like my arms or my legs especially the back of my legs um, and my upper arms so I want to dry brush them and by dry brushing before you've went in the shower you're just helping to get rid of any dead skin cells and they help reduce um, ingrown hairs which I suffer with quite a lot so it's really good to kind of um, help remove that help the skin feel a lot more smoother less bumps and whatnot so I get that done and I work in kind of circular motions going up to the heart so if I'm doing my legs first which I usually do then I'll be doing it in circular motions up towards the heart and then with my arms or um, back or whatever I'm going to go towards like go downwards towards that as well um, obviously I'd leave the face the brush is quite hard the bristles are, are quite hard it's not like the most pleasant process and your skin does feel you know a little bit red after and a bit tingly sensation but if you do this consecutively like you know at least weekly or whatever you will feel you will notice that your skin is a lot smoother and that's a great canvas for then doing the next steps for your skin so I go, I do that before I get into the shower then once I'm in the shower, I'll use a, a body exfoliant to help smooth the skin, like a chemical exfoliant is probably better. Um, I try not to use, you know, those really harsh physical exfoliants like, you know, the scent ives and stuff. I I cringe when I think about like as a teenager, not knowing any different and like putting scent ives or, or the an alternative brand, the hard physical exfoliants onto my skin and my face as well. Um, and just what it was doing <laughs> really damaging it over time so I kind of tend to go for like a a, a a chemical exfoliant um and leave that on for a couple minutes let it do its job um you may also find like if you use fake tan there are some like tan remover and they they kind of work in the same way that you put it on apply it you leave it for a few minutes um ideally you want to apply it on like dry skin before you go into the water 
um, allow it to do its job um, and then you would wash it off and and what you should feel afterwards is a lot smoother skin to then do whatever you want to do next um so I do that I also be careful with any open wounds or fresh scabs I don't really want to be um you know using any like mitts over those areas that are going to um open any wounds back up or, or causing you know a bit of blood um and inflammation in that area if I do then what I want to do afterwards is just get some ice and apply it to the area to help reduce the redness and then um, I will then go on to some of the steps that I'll mention in a bit. Um, what I want to wash with is an antibacterial wash. That's very important because there's all sorts of bacteria that goes onto the skin, say if like you're working out, um, what, whatever it is that you're wearing, environments, wherever you've been, all of this bacteria is just like sticking to your skin, especially if you're using like things products on your skin that can make the skin a bit sticky. Um, but not to mention, if you're a compulsive skin picker like me, the amount of times that your hands are touching your skin and your the, the amount of bacteria that's on your hands, on your fingertips, and you're literally like pushing all that bacteria into that area. So by using an antibacterial wash, um, it just really helps the the skin to not you know react and break out um and i and by doing that i found that i've got such like i found such a reduction in breakouts especially after working out so yeah look for like a good antibacterial wash i use hippie scrub um some people may know that from if they are like going to the hospital because they recommend using a brand like hippie scrub um, you know, pre op, um, but you can just buy it for general use. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, a little goes a long way. Um, you can wash all over your body, obviously, just like avoid, try and tend to avoid your face because obviously you don't really want that in your eyes. It would sting quite a lot, um, but it's great for the body. Then after that, uh, what I want to do because after using an antibacterial wash, your skin can feel quite dry i want to go with a good moisturizer and this is really important if you haven't already checked out go on to google and check out the comedogenic scale now the comedogenic scale is a long list of ingredients um, and they have a rating from one to five of like how likely they are to cause clogged pores now if you um if you suffer from like active acne like me you have reactive skin like me um, that you know can react to any type of ingredient you put on it. If you find that you're um, trying new products and you're reacting to them, and, and, and yeah, you just don't really know what it is that could be causing these reactions. The comedogenic scale. I'll write it in the description below. Um, I'll yeah, I'll put a link in there so that you can. That'll hopefully help you. Um, and have a little look. So the higher the rating, the higher the chance that they're going to cause um, a skin breakout. And al although everyone has different types of skin, and not everybody is going to react to the same things, um, I kind of use that as a good reference because from my own experience, I know there's a handful of ingredients that are higher on that scale rating, um, but 
I've found from over time that I've reacted to them that I do get breakouts from them. And so ones, for example, are coconut oil, uh, shea butter, um, avocado oil. But then there's ones that work really well for me, like sweet almond oil, which I've used for years. It just, my skin absolutely loves it. It's great to um, remove makeup, remove any like dirt in the in the pores um but it's also great to like seal in moisture so have a little look at the comedogenic scale and make sure when you're picking a moisturizer um that you're picking one that is more likely you know when you look at the moisturizers ingredient list that there's a there's a more uh, there's a less likely chance that you're going to break out from it. So I've done that and I use the uh, moisturizer from CeraVe um, I use like the thick one, but I also really like the lotion um, and um, I use that on my face and my body. My skin really likes it. I don't react from it. it. I tend to feel quite smooth and hydrated for pretty much the whole day. Um, and then what I want to do, um, once I've put some... Um, once I put some moisturizer on, I'll use a light amount of sweet almond oil just on top of the of the moisturizer just to seal it in because the oil isn't a hydrator, but it will seal in the hydration. So if you put the hydration on first and then put the oil on, then it will feel smoother for longer. So yeah, my go-to is sweet almond oil. It just feels so luxurious on my body. I feel I feel nicer when I have it on. So that's my go-to, but find out whatever your go-to is and stick with that. For any active acne, I use the Lustre Strips, which use blue light to help reduce them. You can use these on the face and the body. Um, and also Lustre's antibacterial lotion is fantastic. And my skin really loves it. Um, I use it on my face, my body. And the great, one, the great thing about it is that it hasn't got an added fragrance. I don't like it when products have like a really strong fragrance, which just isn't naturally occurring. Um, this definitely smells like more medicinal um, and it also does have hydrating ingredients included because every time I put it on my skin, my skin doesn't feel like dried out after the way like hippie scrub wash does. Um, so my face feels like really fresh, um, but it just, yeah, my skin loves it. I, I, I've been working out a hell of a lot more and, you know, sometimes I'm wearing makeup or sometimes like I've got to quickly do something before I can get back to the house and shower. And usually in the past I would break out like crazy, but now my skin is like just so much better behaved. And I honestly think by adding um, an antibacterial cleansing, like water, lotion, whatever it is like to your routine. Um, yeah. You'll find it's just, it's just great. So I use the, the luster for that and I'll use the strips, the blue light strips onto any like um, active acne, any like, you know, cyst bumps, things that are quite red, noticeable, look quite angry. Um, I'll put them on there for the recommended time. I'll put the link in the description as well if you want to check them out. Um, and they reduce the, the bumps quite significantly. They're really great and you should definitely check them out. After I've done that, I will then use a small hydrocolloid plaster and you can get some great like strips that are like different sizes, tiny little circles or could be a little bit bigger. Um, I use these, these plasters, which are you know specifically for 
putting on, you know, little areas, say like little bits of acne. What they do is they kind of seal in the antibacterial and they stop you and your fidgeting hands from touching those areas. Because if you're anything like me, if you have um, an active acne area, like a trigger, something that, you, you know, you'd be picking at, once you've done it and it looks angrier and it's more inflamed and you tend to go back to it and have a look, right? You tend to try again, you try and like prod it and touch it and stuff. So, and by doing that, you're obviously like putting more bacteria into that area, which is why sometimes you'll find that there's like other acne flare-ups around that area. It's because obviously you've transferred bacteria to that area, which is then created more so by putting the antibacterial lotion on the area and then putting one of these small little plasters i'll um, add the link in the description to show you what i use and they're really inexpensive um you are creating that physical barrier so that your fingers can't touch it another great thing about them is you can't feel the bumps as much so if you're grazing over that area it's not as it's not as noticeable like to feel. And so you don't get that satisfaction of like, oh, I'm going to prod that. I'm going to squeeze that, touch that. Like if anything, you just kind of leave it alone. Um, and these stickers are not the easiest to get off. Like they're not one of those ones where you put um, like a dress on over it and then they start rubbing off. No, they stay put. They stay put like during showers. Like I know if I just left it alone, they could stay there for a few days before I had to like physically manually pull it off. So they're good. They are heavy going. And I definitely, definitely recommend them. Um, You can use them with like clean hands, like wash your hands before them. Or even better, if you've got like some clean tweezers, um, you know, use an antibacterial um wash or what have you to clean it or even um boil them in like boiling hot water um, but make sure they've cooled down if you're going to do that <laughs> but then use that the tweezers to apply the the plaster onto the area then great you'll find that you are less fidgety of the hands on those areas that you would usually be touching a lot if you didn't have them there great 100 recommend them so as I said, like one more thing with the sweet almond oil, um, the great thing is with that is that you your skin looks a bit dewy, it's healthier. Um, and because it doesn't clog the pores, you can feel quite safe that it's not going to cause any upset with the skin. I feel, you know, once I've done that, my skin feels really smooth. It looks dewy. It looks healthy. It's got a nice little glow to it. One thing to note as well with the sweet almond oil is you definitely want to seal the hydration in some specific areas that can get quite dry. So put a little bit more of the moisturizer and then the sweet almond oil onto like areas like the knees or the elbow or the nails. Because those little areas, like we tend to bypass them, not show them as much love and little areas like that, especially with the nails, can just really make you feel more put together, make you feel more confident and comfortable. Um, And these little areas like that we don't usually notice when you're at an event and and you're kind of looking at yourself a a little bit more feeling nice and feeling confident and feeling a bit well put together can like drastically change how you're feeling throughout the day feel a lot more confident and present and and presentable 
Um, so what you want to do with the plasters after that is you can dab a little bit of concealer on top of them. And it just helps like make them even more less noticeable. Now, these plasters are really not noticeable at all. Like the only thing I think that would be noticeable is if you had like a shining light on you, you may see a little bit of shine from the plaster. Um, but other than that, like you really got to look close to see them, which is great. I love that. If you use a tiny bit of concealer just over that area, then you are making them even less noticeable. And the great thing is you've got that physical barrier between the concealer and the, say, active acne or the wound or the stab or whatever it is that you're concealing. And that's great because you don't really want to be dabbing bacteria from your hands and makeup, which could clog the pores onto an area that you're wanting to help heal. So by doing that, you are helping yourself feel more confident in those areas. It helps the skin look a little bit more clearer, but you're also doing good by just allowing it to be. <laughs> so definitely um, little goes a long way. Just use a tiny bit of concealer and build up um, so that, you know, it looks as, as good as you'd like it to look. Um, one thing also, like if you have a scar, then I'd recommend using a little tiny bit of rosehip oil. Use a little cotton bud rosehip oil onto the scar. Don't use rosehip oil onto active acne because it can cause breakouts. But if you're using it on a scar, great. And then put a little plaster on it. Good to go. Last thing is like sunscreen because it, it doesn't really matter if it's a really hot day or not you are getting those um, UVA and UVB rays like all day, every day. And so you want to make sure that you're protecting your skin and making it um, and, and helping it to look and feel its best. So because you've applied certain things, I probably get like a spray um, sunscreen, which has a really good UV rating as well. Now, once I've done the body and everything's good to go, then I go to the face. And I want to start with the bits I avoid for the face um, because I think sometimes, like, I mean, I've, there's been so many occasions where I've just kind of went rogue and I've definitely regretted it. So the couple of things I want to not do the night before, for example, um, I do not want to use a clay mask because those help to bring blemishes up and out to the surface. So I don't know if you've noticed, like if you use a clay mask the night before and you're like, oh, my skin feels like great. And then the next day you've got like this, these blemishes all over your face and you're like, oh my God, what the hell? Like there might be a good chance that it's just drawn them out. And if you're wanting, you know, if you've done it the night before an event, then you're going to feel really not great if you've got blemishes like turning up to the event as well. So um, I tend to use that maybe like five or six days prior. I also uh, want to avoid retinol product the night before, just in case there's any like redness or like, you know, any any kind of like crusty, crustening of skin or redness, like under the eyes or wherever you apply it. So I tend to go like two, three days prior just to kind of help it um, look youthful, look radiant, but not not turn up with the redness we do not want that um i also avoid any new products because as tempting as it is when you've got a new product and you really want to try it your skin may react at first i know mine does because it's very reactive skin type 
Um, and we don't really want like a last minute breakout. It's not ideal and it can be very triggering to skin pick if that's the case. So leave the new products until after the event. Go with the golden products that you know work, that help your skin. You feel good, you feel confident and it's very predictable. Nothing's going to happen when you use them. Now, the night before the event, um, I think like usually, you know, if you've got things to consider, like you've got to pack um, you've got to do some last bits at work or whatever because you know you're going to be away somewhere and the following day that's understandable but like make sure you've got a bit of time to help you in advance because the next day you're going to really um, appreciate it the help that you've done prior to the day starting and so like what I tend to do is work out that night you want to like sweat out all the toxins and just like feel good like move your body feel stronger feel happier um, unless you've injured yourself, like nobody regrets a workout. So by working out, like lift some weights, do some cardio, you're going to feel like more in tune with your body. Um, you're going to feel a little bit more sexy, a bit more presentable, like confident. Um, and it's also going to like help plump the skin, like help it look a little bit more rejuvenated. And, um, and yeah, I always feel really good after a workout. So I do that the night before. Then uh, I use a chemical exfoliant on the face just to kind of help um, remove any dead skin cells. Again, I don't use a physical one. I feel like I find that they're too harsh and my skin is very uh, thin. So I want to use like a little bit of a chemical exfoliant, uh, leave it on for a couple of minutes and then, you know, remove it. Um, I will add any ice, like dab a bit of ice on any like redness, say it's a, 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 some acne. Then I'll use a dab of benzoyl peroxide by using a cotton bud directly to the area. The rest of the skin, um, I'll add some extra hydration. So I'll use like a hydrating sheet mask using one that I've used and, and I really and I know that my skin loves and it's very predictable. Uh, and then I'll seal the deal with some sweet almond oil. Um, I'll probably also like put some extra oil um, onto my eyebrows, maybe a bit like my eyelashes, Rob, like not getting it into my eye, but trying to get onto the eyelashes um, and just little extra bits like, you know, using um, some nice hydrating lip balm onto the lips and I avoid lip balms that don't like that use mineral oils like Vaseline because at that time you feel like it's hydrating but it's not if you ever notice that when you're using a lip balm like that and you feel like oh my skin's hydrated but then you find that if you're not using it they really dry out and sometimes they even like crust like around the lips and it's horrid like that shows that they're not hydrating the area at all. And, and that air, that skin is relying on you applying more of the product to keep it feeling hydrated. So I avoid like lip balms that use like mineral oil and stuff like that. And I go for um, ingredients that are actually going to hydrate the area. And if needs be, then just use like a good moisturizer on that area. So the morning of the event, I'm going to use an antibacterial lotion. Again, one like Luster, because I know my skin likes it. It leaves it hydrated after. Um, so I use that on my face and my body. Um, I'll probably like before then just kind of use some cold water, splash it on my face just to remove like any, um, I don't know, fibers from like the pillow or anything like that. 
Um, and I'll use the luster blue light on, to on top of like any active acne um, that has shown up on my face. And then the next thing I want to do is use some hydrating products like hyaluronic acid or niacinamide serum, like onto the face, under the eyes, all over the face. And it really helps bring that lovely glow, that dewy glow. And honestly, like I use the ordinary um, niacinamide serum. And since I've been using that, like so many people have asked me what it is I use because it just looks dewy in in. Um, person and so that is like my staple I always use it like I just love it so so much and it's so inexpensive which is a double thumbs up for me then again I want to use a non-comedogenic lotion so I'll use my CeraVe with a small amount of facial tan to give my face a bit of a radiant glow nothing too uh, dark or eccentric where like I literally look <laughs> totally different shade from my body but just a little bit mixed in with the uh, moisturizer and I'll use one that I know that my skin likes and it's not going to break me out the one that I've used for a couple of years um, and I've always had really good compliments from people over when using is the Vita Liberata 10 minute tan um, and it, I think I see it as a bit of an investment because it's not the cheapest in the world but a little goes a long way like you could use it for ages and honestly like if you use it, you will get complimented. And if you don't get complimented, you will compliment yourself because it just, you just, yeah. I find, you know, if you're, if you've got very pale skin, naturally like me, it just kind of, you just feel and look a bit, I don't know, healthier, whatever. So yes, um, I use that. And then the last thing, of course, I want to do is some sunscreen. I like the Bior. I'll drop that in the description as well, because um that's like a, a total staple for me I've got a couple friends onto it and it's their staple now for sunscreen it's got a high uv rating as well um and it dries quite nicely it doesn't you know leave the skin feeling sticky or anything like that and then after I've done that I'll leave it about 10 minutes before I apply some makeup so at the event um I'll wake up earlier than required and I'll have a slow morning to like relax myself into the day ahead I feel like this is so important because if you're rushing the night before um, and you're rushing the morning of like and you haven't got things packed and you don't know you know you're trying to get everything on and like your makeup and your hair or whatever it is that you want to do and you just don't feel you will not feel comfortable you'll not feel present that day you will you won't feel that confident in yourself if you've rushed so waking up early and having things ready having everything prepared and know what you're going to do and it's all laid out um and you know you can listen to some music to kind of get you in the mood or you can have something playing like you a, a show or whatever it is um just to kind of you know keep things feeling good and relaxed keep you in a good mental state and eases you into the day where you'll have this occasion because if you're anyone like, like me that suffers from social anxiety um I do think like what you do leading up to the event is really important to help you feel calm um and present and and in a, in a good frame of mind at the event um, also another thing with that is I like, opt for a healthy breakfast because it'll help fuel you throughout the day. And also there's research to suggest that if you start your day with a healthy breakfast, then chances are you're going to spend the rest of your day making good food choices too. 
So if you start your day with something really greasy and and you don't really feel that great when you're eating it or you you know regret it straight after eating it, then you're probably not going to feel that confident in your body. You don't exactly feel like that you fueled yourself well for that day. And then there's a chance that you will continue as you started and you know eating foods that may not make you feel good, sluggish, bloated, um, and then could also cause um breakouts on your skin that you may find triggering for skin picking after the event so opt for a healthy breakfast um, and that will also help your positive mood and outlook for the rest of the day i bring with me antibacterial wipes i'll make sure that they're sensitive to the skin but they're really helpful when you've got a long day ahead so you know if you need to refresh the skin say you've spent a couple like hours on the dance floor and you're feeling quite sweaty there's like, you can get like little packs, right? Just put them in your purse, take them with you. And then when you go to the bathroom, like you can, you know, wash areas of your skin with that. And it'll just help you feel a lot more confident. You you won't feel so like, blah. you'll feel nice and cleansed. Um, some of them have a light fragrance. If that's what you want, that's also cool. If not, it's just that feeling of like looking after your skin, even at the event where you've cleansed and you feel um, like you're helping yourself to not create breakouts or anything that's then going to make you skin pick. So definitely get a couple handy little packs that you can take with you um, and you won't regret them. They're very inexpensive too. You can get them on Amazon or your you know, drugstore, whatever. Give yourself small me time moments throughout the event. So like at this wedding, um, we were lucky enough to like book a, a room at the hotel that the reception was at. Um, and it was important to me that I was able, you know, I brought the things that helped me, that helped my skin, which ultimately helped my frame of mind at the event. But like going back to the room when I needed just a little moment to myself, I didn't need a lot. I just needed like a little moment. There's a lot of people, you're on high alert, like you're, you're chatting to so many people. It can be really intense. So if you can go somewhere where it's just, you know, for yourself, meditate or you can just like, you know, reapply your makeup or have like a, a, I don't know, a lie down or whatever it is, just a moment of quiet so that you can kind of ooh, bring your levels back down to a, a calm level and you're just feeling more settled. Like that is going to do wonders for your energy levels and your mood. Um, and I didn't need a lot of that. I, I only went back once and my excuse was like to change my shoes because I am not a stiletto kind of gal. And after a few hours, I was like, my feet were like that. I was like, I, I, yeah, I got to get those flats on. Stat. So by going back and having a moment, it doesn't even have to be at a room. It could be, I don't know, just find somewhere that you can just take a moment out for yourself and allow those and just tune in with your body. If you feel like you need them a bit more often, then go do that. It's perfectly fine. It will help you. And if you suffer from anxiety or social anxiety like me, they really help because sometimes you can, if you're not in tune with your body and your body is screaming like, you know, I need a moment, like we've got to get out of this space. And you're like, no, we've got to stay. We've got to do this. Then chances are it's going to fight back. And that's when panic starts. So it's really, really important. Another thing that's really important is to drink a lot of water. Keep yourself hydrated throughout the day um, and to avoid too many high sugar drinks or snacks. So at the wedding, for example, like there was obviously a load of snacks and loads of drinks that were high in sugar. Um, I 
don't drink alcohol anymore so for me it was easier for me to just go for like a diet option I wasn't having to go and drink champagne or prosecco um or wine or things that you know are quite high in sugar um and as part of the meal you'd have a dessert as well so I knew you know I'm going to have the dessert I'm going to enjoy the dessert you know it's not often I eat a cheesecake I was going to take the moment, but I knew that I was going to have a dessert. So the um, drinks I were having were low in sugar and I didn't help myself to the pick a mix store, although it was very tempting, but I didn't go for it. And I didn't have any of the wedding cake. I'm sure it was delicious. It looked delicious. But for me, I knew I was going to have dessert. That was my moment of sweet treats. And I stuck with it and I felt good all that but drinking lots of water throughout the day it just helps you helps you feel um you know you're fueling your body you're feeling your best you're more alert you're more present you need to keep fueling yourself with water especially for a day like that where you're using a, a much higher amount of energy than normal days um lastly keep checking in on how you feel and when it's time to go go like take it from me right I've been sober at a couple weddings now and like the more events you go to especially when you're sober like you feel more comfortable comfortable and confident in your own skin and I will be like one of the first people on the dance floor I'll have fun I'll dance I'll get in the mood it's all good but I won't be the last one on the dance floor absolutely not when everybody is, you know, at that point where they're drunk and they're all kind of staggering around and dancing to the last songs on the dance floor, that's totally cool, by the way. But I'll be in bed and I will probably have my favorite show on and I'll have done my night routine and I'll just be feeling really good, calm and collected and ready for a great night's sleep. And that works for me because I know when it's time to go. And I usually find there's a peak of a night and um, when it feels like, OK, this is like the moment when things are like in great stead, everyone's in a great mood. Everyone's like having so much fun and you've done all of like the big parts of the event. And it's all about at this point, like just getting drunk or whatever it is. That's usually when I go like I, I don't like go immediately after all of the big things, but I'll wait a little while. And then when I feel like yeah, I could slot out now. Like I've done, you know, I've done my time. I've been present. I've chatted. I've engaged with people. I've had an amazing time, but I think it's time for me to have me time. I go and I don't argue with myself over it. And you'll find that like, it's perfectly fine to do that. Um, I think you'll notice when you start doing that, that there's other people that do that too. Um, because everybody's like worrying too much about themselves. You don't notice that everybody just, does their own thing like goes by their own schedule so when you're too busy worrying about like you and how you're coming across and like if you want to leave or you know kind of struggling with your decisions thinking that everybody's going to like judge you if you go um they won't because everybody's too busy thinking about themselves it's the truth they are people aren't worrying about you so yeah do you when it's time to head off just head off. You will not regret it. You'll feel a lot better and you'll feel more in tune with yourself. Now, after the event, understand the prize mentality of skin picking, but like delayed gratification. Yeah. So if you've been working up to go to an event, you know what you're going to wear. Um, chances are you probably haven't been picking as much because you know that you've got to attend this event. Now, I know some people um, struggle with this. Some people may just like pick before the event anyway, but 
a lot of people, including myself, can manipulate your own patterns to the point where straight after the event, you feel like the cage door has been lifted and you can just go and skin pick to your heart's content because the event's done, the pictures are, are done, um, and you know now you can make up for lost time. Now, I understand that happens and you know there's times where like that does happen to me but it's like understanding that and setting realistic expectations like if that is going to happen then that's okay that's all right but just like you know go back to the steps that you know will help your skin like using an antibacterial wash or lotion on the area and um, applying the plasters um applying the products that aren't going to break your skin out and create more triggers stuff like that just go back to the initial steps and start again and that's all right and you'll find that your skin will heal quicker great thing about plasters as well is like if you um there are some research to suggest if you put plaster on a wound like the correct plaster and you 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 know you're putting on um the antiseptic onto the area and you're letting it heal as opposed to letting it uh, dry heal um say like just a scab uh, formation and, and no plaster on top then you are um by using the plaster you are actually like helping the skin cells uh and the scarring process like it's more beneficial than not using a plaster at all so just bear that in mind if that does happen and understand that it's totally understandable like it's totally normal for a compulsive skin picker to do that it was a very um busy day probably like you had to engage with a lot of people you had to use a lot of energy and a lot of us use compulsive skin picking as a way to self-soothe and bring our energy levels back down to a comfortable um level so it's understandable when you think about it so don't beat yourself up if that happens it makes sense but at the same time preempt that's going to happen and up your self-care ritual have all of the things ready for when you return if you need them so have yourself i don't know like the products for a nice bath if that's what helps you or you like your favorite pajamas have them ready get you know um your favorite show your movie or whatever it is that you want to watch get your candles if you know you've ran out of something that you love like order it in advance have the things that are going to bring you joy with your self-care ritual because it's really important if you have skin picked a lot you will face those feelings of like shame disappointment and it depends on like the levels of which you feel those ways but they're probably still going to be there even if they're smaller um quieter so by having these things you're kind of offsetting that if you can book the next morning or the next day off um just so like you can have some time for you uh, I try to the good thing about this wedding is that it was on a Friday so I then had the weekend and I had some time off as well so I knew that I had some time for me which helped me to feel more in the moment and more present at the event because I knew that I had some me time scheduled where I could um you know look after myself treat myself and with that also if you can get like treat yourself with a little prize for being so great at the event then you know it just helps you sets yourself up for like great future events too because you're that those acts of self-care and the self-appreciation are so important you're not going to be feeling so like scared fearful nervous anxious for events if you've treated yourself really well in the previous events so like that doesn't have to be expensive you can go and get yourself like your favorite coffee from a local coffee shop that you really like 
um, or order yourself like a book that you really wanted, like go to a bookstore and sit and read something. I don't know, something that's going to bring you joy do it because like how you the last moments of this occasion is what you're going to remember as well when it's time for your next occasion so by looking at after yourself leading up to the event at the event and also after the event it's going to really set yourself up for great future occasions where you're feeling more present and in control comfortable and confident so i hope these tips have helped again i'm sorry for the sound quality but I've been, yeah, really excited to share that with you. If you have any questions, please drop me a note over on Instagram at Kim on Skin, where I can answer anything that you may have. Um, and yeah, I really hope it's been useful, beneficial in some way. And thank you once again for checking us out and listening um, and supporting this podcast. I really appreciate it. Until next time, have an amazing day.